Hi, and welcome back to Troll Talk. I'm Latifah Williams, and on today's episode, we'll be sharing some of our experiences with mental illness and how it affected our relationships. Mental health isn't always seen as a priority, and making time for self-care when you have so many other things to do is something I still struggle with, especially since we live in this culture that puts a heavy emphasis on getting things done, even if you are silently suffering. But before I get too much into that, I have two special guests with me here today. That will help us navigate this topic. My name is Michaela Price. Um, I'm a junior and I'm an English major. Hi, my name is Sam. I'm a junior and I'm a student art major. Okay, thank you guys for being on this episode. I know that it sometimes can be hard to talk about taboo um, topics and that's the whole point. We want to talk about these things so that we could initiate some sort of change whether it be like on campus Mm -hmm. or even just within people to get them thinking about things that they may not experience right Mm -hmm. so to start off like a couple of the most common types of mental illnesses are like clinical depression anxiety disorder bipolar disorder dementia um ADHD and ADD. ADHD. Yeah, They're so, kind of the same thing, I think. So I know one is like hyper. Yeah, yeah one's worse. And then, yeah, the one is... Attention um, deficit disorder. Yeah. And attention deficit hyperactive disorder, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know a lot of... Mm-hmm. I know lately that's um, that's one that has like been getting a lot of attention. And a lot of diagnoses have even started at a young age with, um, mm-hmm. with younger kids. It's like it's too young. Yeah, and... Sometimes that's controversial, too, because it's like, okay, we can finally put a name to these things, but how do we actually come to a point of, like, solution? Is it okay? Like, is it a kid just being a kid, or is this something that we need to address early on? Um, but, yeah, it's such, like, a wide range yeah. of mental disorders and illnesses. But the top two that I found out that college students face are... um. What do you guys think they are? With depression and anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> it feels right. I just like you. <laughs> Did you look up this article too? I mean, How do you know? <laughs> personal experience. Personal experience. You look around campus today, there's a lot of people depressed because of midterms, like the aftermath and stuff. Honestly. And then there's finals coming up, Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, who, who wouldn't? Right, be? a lot of people don't even want to go home because yeah. it's like, that's not a safe space for me. But yeah, Kayla, you kind of stole my thunder there, but <laughs> it's anxiety and depression. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you next time. How about that? But um, yeah, it's definitely those two. Okay. And you said from personal experience, do you want to yeah. like talk about that a little bit or? I could. I okay. mean, for me, I don't think it happened like out of like college that brought on those mental illnesses. Like depression, it's also like clinical thing so it kind of ran in my family on my dad's side so I already had that like for a while since I've been like younger like middle school Mm. I kind of started to show symptoms of that and then it got worse into high school till now uh, where I'm like on medication now to kind of help Mm. monitor that Um, and then I think my anxiety got worse though kind of as I got older and got like more responsibilities I think Mm. there's just a lot of pressure being in school from just teachers and society and things to kind of do well to kind of succeed later on in life and you only have like four years to do it yeah you got to get it right yeah 
So it, it's I feel like it mostly flares <laughs> up like at halfway of high school. At least that's how I kind of mm-hmm. saw it when I had when I had depression. Actually, I don't think I was probably diagnosed senior year of high school, and like I guess I showed symptoms of it like um, quarter way through junior high when I transferred out from my old elementary school, mm-hmm. and um, I guess I didn't really notice it as much. I think it only just kept getting worse, um, mm-hmm. you know, from middle school to high school and a little bit to here, believe it or not. Um, I think, I don't know, anxiety, depression, like, I feel like those are like the two main ones that people only pay attention to, as with the, you know, ADD, ADHD, those are like, um, how do we know that you have this, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's like that for a lot of, almost all, like, mental health, mm. like, problems and, like, diseases, like, <clears throat> they're not really physical symptom like you do experience physical symptoms like mm-hmm. pain in your chest or like sweating and shaking and dizziness and and things like that but they're usually not very visible to other people and sometimes you might not even recognize it in yourself yeah. I know when I my anxiety was getting really bad and I was getting a lot of panic attacks um at one point I thought I was having a heart attack because mm-hmm. I was getting symptoms oh. of one and I had to go to the ER and I was freaking out um because like my whole like left side went numb Jeez. and I was just in a lot of pain and it turned out it was just like psychosomatic and my stress Mm. was just like kind of manifesting physical symptoms but it took like a lot for it to like get to that point and it would have been better if I could have like stopped it before then like Mm. they're like this is really bad that like it's making you actually like sick and I wish there was a way to kind of get around that where you don't have to wait for it to be so bad that people kind of see it and see you in a hospital and they're like oh yeah she needs help Mm. Right. Like, they don't just believe me when I'm like, no, I'm, like, feeling very anxious or I'm feeling, like, like I can't get out of bed. And they're not just like, oh, they're lazy or they're tired. Mm. Right. So it's it's hard. No, I bet that is hard because if, I don't know why, but I feel like culturally, like like how you guys mentioned, like, as a society, we do have these stressors that we're all aware of. Like, yeah, all these expectations and um, responsibilities, they do get tough. Mm-hmm. But... We don't take it, like our mental health as serious as I think we should because it shouldn't take for you to be like physically sick or mm-hmm. people shouldn't dismiss how you're like, you know, your mental well-being. Yeah. That's ridiculous yeah. to me. I think it even plays into like in classes and stuff. Like I couldn't email my teacher and be like, I'm feeling sick today because I'm depressed. Like How not do you take say that stuff like that, you know? Honestly, how- like I don't have a doctor's note that I can turn in and be like, yeah, I'm feeling sick, but Mm -hmm. in all actuality, I could be feeling very sick and, like, very lethargic, very nauseous, very Mm. unable to kind of get myself to move. What I kind of did, um, because, you know, just like a month ago, I lost my grandma, and, you know, it's kind of just hit hard on uh, everybody. Um, You know, just this recently, I kind of had, like, a little breakdown because uh, I felt like I couldn't do anything. So um, I kind of emailed um, a few of my teachers, not all of them yet. I don't know if I'm going to get the other two, but I just told them, like, you know, um, I know I'm far behind on some stuff. Uh, my mental and emotional state is just really, really messing with me. I hope you mm-hmm. understand. Um, I'm going to try and get the stuff that I missed, mm-hmm. you know, in ASAP. Just mm-hmm. 
don't know. I haven't checked my email if they responded back. Yet. Yeah, I was so. gonna I was gonna ask that like yeah. hey, I was <laughs> never received, right? Because yeah. a lot of times it's hard to explain to people that mm-hmm. okay, I can't do this because, you know, I'm struggling with this part of my life. Mm-hmm. And then that takes so much vulnerability to come out and say that because half the time I don't even know what I'm feeling. Because a big part yeah. of it is like I'm numb or like you yeah. know And it's so, scary, yeah. yeah. Cause you're like, I don't I don't know, like I just know like I'm having symptoms of mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's hard because they can't see it if they're looking at you. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they can't see that you're freaking it's like, out. what? No. You're good. So, it's hard. Mm. It's difficult. Yeah. I think I usually just kind of get over it and just, like, force myself to go. Mm-hmm. And if I miss, then I'm just like, I'm sorry. Like, I wasn't able to make it there. Yeah. I, I've never really tried to, I think, explain my situation. I feel mm-hmm. like... It wouldn't really be understood, and they'd just be like, "Yeah, okay," and they wouldn't believe me. Yeah. So I'm just really like, sad. I just like power through it and just use coping mechanisms to try and uh, get through classes mm-hmm. or class events. What are some coping mechanisms? And then like diagnosis too. Like, I know I looked online, and a lot of it is like talk therapy for anxiety. Yeah. And um, I want to believe in the power of communication. Like I'm a communications major, so I do want to believe that. Mm-hmm talking about things help and then some people even say like you know you can um have this type of prescription and everything but sometimes do you feel like that's enough talking actually helps like I kind of just came back from uh talking to my doctor about what happened Mm -hmm. the past few weeks and you know just getting stuff off your chest that you don't want to talk to anybody like close friends or Mm -hmm. teachers or stuff Mm -hmm. you know just I guess the confidentiality of it you know just away from people kind of helps. That's good. I know um, Trinity offers like free counseling se- sessions. Mm-hmm. That she, they should be happy I plugged that in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really yeah. free because your tuition pays for it, but take free. advantage because <laughs> you don't have to pay anything up front. Yeah. So, um, I haven't had time to go there just because of workload. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I the like- past two years that I've gone to it. It really helped, and I'm sorry I cut oh, you no, off. Oh, no, you're good. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I haven't really done much of that, mm-hmm. but um, recently, since it's been, like, kind of getting worse, uh, my doctor did kind of tell me, like, you're going to have to, like, talk about, like, the things that are, like, causing you to panic and, like, causing mm-hmm. you to, like, feel this way because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, you can't control the fact that your body's reacting that way. Like, that's, like, a chemical yeah. imbalance. But if you can learn why it's acting that way, you can kind of, like, know better how to counteract that. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, that helps a lot, kind of just talking through, like, understanding, like, what's actually going on. Because, like you said, a lot of the time you just, like, you don't know what's Mm -hmm. going on and it's just kind of scary and you feel out of control. Yeah. So I think that talking would help. I'm going to try it. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually just do, like coping mechanisms like I'll do breathing exercises or like mm-hmm. grounding exercises or things like that. Mm, what's grounding exercises? It's like uh, kind of like a little bit of breathing but you like look around and like so uh, first things first when you're you know you're in a spot and what's the first thing you see? You see a lamp what what mm-hmm. else do you see? You see that uh, socket in the wall so mm-hmm. on and so forth just yeah. stuff like that. You like touch things and be like, okay, I feel this a table. I feel my feet on mm-hmm. the floor. Okay. I like see a wall. It kind of like orients you and like, okay, I'm safe. Like this is yeah. what's around me. I'm not anywhere 
where I am in danger, I'm in control of my situation. It kind of just helps you kind of like go through what's actually going on in your reality as mm -hmm. opposed to like how your yeah. body kind of is feeling. Yeah, I kind of have an app that um, explains that, but um, is it called Headspace? I think no, it's not. <laughs> that one they no. push on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nah. I downloaded Headspace. <laughs> I, I wish. Know. Hit me up, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. I don't use Headspace. I don't use Headspace anymore. I gotta be careful with that. <laughs> no, nah, this other meditation app I actually use is called Stop, Breathe, and Think. It, I used to use it, like, over summer a while ago. But mm -hmm. um, another app that kind of has, like, coping mechanisms, like breathing stuff. Um, mm -hmm. It's on the App Store. Um, it's called What's Up. <laughs> What's uh, up? What's yeah. up? Yeah, not uh, to be just, confused with WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, WhatsApp. yeah. So they have like um, cause more problems. Yeah, so they just have like uh, resources, coping strategies, and That's just nice. info on like um, you know anger, anxiety, yeah. depression, mm -hmm. self-esteem stuff, stress. I haven't used it as much as mm -hmm. I had hoped I would, but I I can understand that it's like mm -hmm. really helpful. Mm -hmm. That's something good to look into. Mm -hmm. Um. Another thing that I was thinking about was like how sometimes culture can play a role in people not taking mental um, illnesses serious Definitely. because, you know, like if someone's sad or like they failed a test, they're like, oh my, I'm so depressed right now. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> like, are you? Are you really? I feel like that undermines, like, you know, it kind of mm. undermines what people actually go through. And not to say, like, that person can't be depressed, but mm -hmm. it really doesn't work that way. Yeah. And we really do have to be careful with saying stuff like that because it people... It does water down yeah. the understanding of, like, what it actually is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is difficult. Because mm -hmm. I feel like in some ways it makes it easier to talk about. People are comfortable using the term. Mm -hmm. But it's also kind of... Yeah. 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 <laughs> when did you first start noticing, like, signs of the disorder that you may struggle with? Is it something that somebody else pointed out, or was it like, uh, like I don't know, was it something in the inside that was like, okay, I shouldn't feel this way? Hmm. I feel like mine started junior high, maybe. I don't exactly remember exactly. Actually, maybe it started in junior high. It might have like increased uh, during high school. I can't remember exactly. Hmm. I um with my depression I kind of started to have noticed I was just like really tired or I I would just like not really want to do anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really sure like what was going on, so I was like Googling things and mm. what was happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's dangerous to do. It is yeah. not I've been diagnosed so many times by Google. Don't Google. Don't okay. Google. Maybe more depressed. Web MD. Like, my right. life's over. But, um, you know what? Okay, I'm sorry, but no, you know, no, you're good. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you know, like, discussion forums are not really helpful either? No, like, you know, people not. post questions, yeah. Some and them, people are so yeah. mean, like, yeah, that's what that is. Like, yeah. is this sarcasm or <laughs> are you My serious? Um, but I remember kind of like feeling that way and being like, okay, like, I, I shouldn't be unhappy like this like there there is no reason for me to like be upset like I'm like there's nothing that happened recently that makes yeah. me sad like yeah. <laughs> like all my friends are happy like I these are things that I enjoy doing I should mm -hmm. be enjoying this yeah and I wasn't and I think that was kind of like okay that, that's like an issue like that's obviously not something I'm choosing mm -hmm. 
to kind of do. Mm-hmm. But with my anxiety, um, it was like onset by situation that I was in. Um, I got like PTSD from it, and then I never really dealt with it because I avoid life. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> due to anxiety, and I'm like, oh, I get anxious like talking yeah. to people about things. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just ignored the situation, and it kind of just kind of got worse and worse. And I guess over time, kind of affected the way that my brain actually processes certain information. Yeah. So now. Um, that's kind of why my doctor wants me to go to therapy. It's kind of helped me like retrain how to like think properly and mm-hmm. positively about like certain things that I might like have a negative view on. But yeah, culture does play, play into a part. It. Yeah, because like I come from like a Hispanic family, and we're kind of like not really into doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really anxious, my mom's like, you need to just calm down. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't. Like if I could, like I then would. If it was that yeah. easy. But, like, I can't, like, control it. Like, my body's, like, shaking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, feeling this way. And then even, like, when I'd be sad, she'd be like, you're not depressed. You're just tired. Like, you need to drink more water. You need to do more of this. And I'm like, yeah. I, it's, like, it's, it's hard to say that that's not the issue because you don't have any proof of it being anything else. Yeah. So, I don't it think took a long time for me to, like, like, I had to have my doctor, like, talk to my mom and explain mm-hmm. how it was, like, actually medically mm, mm-hmm. reasons yeah. to why I would be acting this way and and having like certain emotions or attitudes and he's like she's really like trying not to mm. be that way because it's I don't it's hard yeah to kind of because I also like I grew up in that culture so I was like I don't need a doctor and for a mm-hmm. long time I was like I just thought something was wrong with me and I needed to like get over it yeah and I feel like that didn't help the depression either you're, mm-hmm. Right, but you're brave <laughs> for just sharing that with your mom, knowing that it wouldn't be, you know, like received yeah. positively. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't share that with my family. Yeah, like it just got so bad, and she would just be yelling at me about things, and I was like, I can't control yeah. my like, right. I can't control it. Like if I could, I would. And it kind of just got to like a boiling point where it was like, I don't know what you want me to do from mm-hmm. here. Like you're not going to believe me, but like I can't change any of it. Mm-hmm. So we, like, went to my doctor and kind of had to talk with him through it. Yeah. So she's, like, accepting it more. I think she she's really upset, I think, at herself for not mm. really yeah, I believing me. But at the same time, like, I can't blame her. Like, she was raised to believe that, like, mental illnesses and things like that, like, yeah. are things that you kind of just get over. Mm. Mm. I, don't, I, think, I don't think anyone is to blame in situations like that. I know... It's easy for people to feel like they're to blame because how am I not in control of my body? How am I? Mm-hmm. Why is it not easy for me just to get up and do simple things? Yeah. I know I feel like them. Like, oh, okay, I just need to get up and do it. Why is it? Why is it not right. that easy yeah. to just get up and do it? And that makes you not want to get out of bed more because you're like I'm an yeah. inadequate human being. <laughs> Honestly, and I get really like dark and sarcastic if I'm in a bad mood. So I'm yeah. just like, it's just best if I'm not around people. Because, you know, I'm not going to really hide how I feel, like, if mm-hmm. I'm upset. Right. Which I, I don't think yeah. people really know. Like, anger is a big part of anxiety, too. Like, it's not yeah. just me being sad in, like, the fetal position in the corner. It's like, mm. I'm angry sometimes. Right. And I don't really know why. But mm-hmm. that's a part of it. Yeah. I'm saying there's so many symptoms of, like, anxiety and depression. Like, mm-hmm. it's It's a mess. That's what my doctor like explained to my mom. Like when I would like have certain attitudes, she'd be like, "I don't know why you're in this mood recently," and I'm like, "It's because like I'm going through like 
like this i comes mood. in like phases where mm. i like have a couple weeks where i'm really not doing well and then i'll go mm. away for a while and i'm like okay and then i'll come back and i'm like oh okay like i'm not feeling good again and that's just kind of how it works like for me so i'm like i'm sorry yeah right. <laughs> during these times like it's not like my fault mm. it's kind of our responsibility to try and control it so it's yeah it's difficult Mm -hmm. Like you said, people are just like, okay, why is she so angry? <laughs> You're so angry all the time. <laughs> it doesn't help that I'm a black woman. They always think I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate that stigma, to be honest. Yeah. Especially that stigma where, like, African-American people don't look depressed. Like, I don't know. I saw that. Um, what even is that? Right. How yeah. does looking depressed look? Is that look? a look? I, I, didn't, I didn't even think there was a look. I right. Mean, I don't know. I don't know I how that I feel like most of the time when I'm depressed, people have no idea. <laughs> Unless it gets really bad and I'm like, I'm not even going to try anymore. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> Me two days ago. <laughs> okay, going back to the uh, anger thing, uh, my dad two years ago, I think, um, because I was getting angry a lot, he mm -hmm. bought me a Damn It doll. Damn it doll? Yeah, yeah, what it is, it's like... I never heard of this! <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Google it. It's been around for like, I think a while now. You basically just like grab it. Like at the head or the arms or the legs, you just like wow. beat the shit out of it. <laughs> they have, wait, wait, wait. They have a president, damn it, doll. Oh my gosh, tell me it's a Trump. Yes, that's okay. intense. Okay, I'm buying For that. Fourteen ninety five. I'm gonna let you guys see. Oh my gosh, fourteen ninety five. Yeah, you just kind of beat the shit out of it. Is it small or is it no, big? No, it's like it's, it's like, like big. Okay, like, you know. I'm going to tweet out that picture so you guys can see the President <laughs> Demet doll. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's, that's going to spread like wildfire, I, I assure you. I feel like it's good, though, Yeah. to kind of, like, have those outlets to kind of you get those emotions too? out. No, I would just, I my brother was, like, and my dad, well, my dad was in the military, and my brother um, went into, like, the police force and things like that. So I just, like, learned how to fight, and I would just use a punching bag and use mm -hmm. that instead. Mm -hmm. It's like people it's kind like of healthy think, outlet. Yeah, though. they think yeah. it's like extreme, like you have issues, but it's like I'm getting out like right. if it my works negative for you, emotions you know, so that yeah. I'm not exploding <laughs> right. in the middle of like a class. What or aerobics, for yoga. You. Rather be that yeah. doll than like, yeah, I don't like know, the barista. Barista? You know, just the most innocent person. Yeah. Something small can happen in your day, and it's just like, all right, that was the last straw. Right, you know, I the barista gets it, and then you're like popping off in Starbucks. You don't oh need God. that. I'm so sorry. Get you like the demi doll. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah, get yourself a protein bag. <laughs> yoga mat. Right. Mm -hmm. That's boring. That is amazing. Mm. You guys are teaching me so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Sure. So, <laughs> Do we discuss things like this in your classes, though? I I don't mm -hmm. think maybe psychology majors talk about it more because well. they have like you know <laughs> that's like a requirement for them. Yeah, it's required. I didn't understand yeah. that. But so. what about for like English and like for art and it, especially for art? I know a lot of um artists struggle, mm -hmm. but that's what makes their work so like yeah. amazing. Is that something that you guys touch on? Because I know we don't talk about that at all. Um, I in think my classes. If there's a mental illness that's talked about in a book, we'll like briefly touch on it. Like, okay, what would that mean for the character? But that's mm -hmm. like about it. Like sometimes I'll write papers from a perspective of like, these are symptoms of like this type of like thing and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But it's usually not like something a professor will focus on or study on, even yeah. if it's yeah. like a theme throughout the book. It's just like, mm. okay, yeah. moving on. Yeah, because they're so vague. They're very broad mm -hmm. kind of descriptions, so it's a hard thing to kind of yeah yeah. We don't really 
we don't really bring it up much um, in any of our art classes. Um, I guess you could kind of tell because of um, certain artists, uh, like back in the day, um, I can't remember that redhead's name, but um, Van Gogh. Uh, yeah, I think so. I love yeah, Van Gogh. he was like he really crazy. Yeah, yeah, things like that. His story is like. His, his life story is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his life. Just. I feel his pain. Mm. Uh, but I think people just get uncomfortable with it. I remember, like, we were talking a lot about death in mm -hmm. my English courses because it kept coming up. Oh, man. Um. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> it kept coming up. For me, like, that was, like, very triggering for me because those were things that, like, would, like, cause me to have, like, a lot of anxiety and things mm. like that. So I'd be, like, feeling like I was going to have a panic attack sometimes, like, mm. going to class, because I knew we would be discussing, like, those kinds of topics, and I was like, oh, yeah. this is really stressful. And I kind of brought up to my professor, and I was like, okay, and I told him, I was like, can you please, like, let me know, I was like, in the next book, like, what the content is going to be, like, for, like, that kind of thing, because, like, it was either authors really killing themselves. We found out, like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, they killed themselves, like, 10 yeah. years after white, like writing this book and people are like okay and like, you would move on but for me I'm like that stands <laughs> out to me I'm like mm -hmm. why would they like that's sad like are we just gonna pass on the fact yeah. that that happened and we would talk about it um like characters would be like oh yeah they committed suicide why do you think that happened mm -hmm. but it's always very like analytical and I am very like an emotionally like conscious person yeah. so I'm like that's like intense for that to happen mm -hmm. and it was like emotional for me to like read about it happening and I think other people kind of weren't reading it as personally they're kind of just like okay that happened yeah it's a story and I was kind of applying it like realistically I had to like talk to my friend and be like can you tell me when these are going to happen because mm -hmm. it's hard for me to read mm -hmm. as someone who's like been through like those kinds of thoughts and those kinds of things yeah and he was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't even think about that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I really, like, had never considered that being an issue. Right. So he, like, told the whole class, like, the next class period, like, if you're uncomfortable with, like, certain things, like, talk to me, I'll, like, let you know, like, when it's coming up and, like, good ways to kind of discuss it if you're, like, feeling mm -hmm. certain, yeah. certain attitudes towards it or emotions. That's becoming more and more popular, too. Um, for a lot of movies... I know people on like Twitter and Tumblr. They would put like, "Oh, trigger warning before oh, you go see it." <laughs> you got on. You got on Tumblr. I, I, I'm sorry. I love Tumblr. I haven't been on there in a while because I was like, "All oh, you guys are I so." I to avoid it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get yeah. on what I feel about Tumblr. But... I'm only on Tumblr just for, uh, you know, showing my art out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I used to post articles. I but... follow feeds and like, I get lost. Tumblr is bad. Good. I don't know. Mm, it's like neutral. -ish. The neutral good. You know, there's some good Chaotic to it. Evil. There's some bad to it. It's just the bad. I like it sometimes like, when I can't shut my brain off and I'm like, you can just. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Fall <laughs> down the rabbit hole. They have trigger warnings. I appreciate that. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. okay, this may include this and that. And, you mm -hmm. know, if that may resonate with you differently, that helps mm -hmm. to have yeah. stuff like that available. I know some people don't like that. They're kind of like, oh, get over it. So you see those those people are jerks and never yeah. experienced it, so it's not for them. Right. So you, you don't have an opinion on this because it doesn't affect you. <laughs> I'm so tired of people. I yeah. agree. I think that's a good way to put it. Like you, it doesn't affect you, so you don't have an opinion. Right. You. I agree. Yeah. Like, it's and, and why is it bothering you if it, if it's helping someone? Why does it bother you? Right. Like you have content warnings for like graphic content. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mature yeah. audiences and stuff like that. Yeah. Make so it's like this. if you're gonna have really explicit scenes, especially like. Like you said, with film and media today, we're kind of like, don't really have a lot of things that aren't displayed or mm. talked about. Mm -hmm. 
and it's like okay well people like went through that maybe they don't want to go through that again exactly having to kind of see that that's hard yeah i was watching a movie once and i got really angry because i'd like what been through something it? that was going yeah. on i can't remember the name but <laughs> it's about that guy it was really really cute about that man um that gets um als and he's was, like really famous so he's like in oh the theory of everything yeah and, but then his girlfriend like spoiler alert she on like a three-year-old movie uh, you're good she like dumps him for his caretaker and he's like it's okay because i want you to have the best life that you can i'm gonna die soon and i got so angry i turned the movie off because i was like you need to love him despite like what he's going through and like one of my family friends like died from als and I, so i like was with her like with like the months like coming up to like her passing away and like watching her kind of slowly become paralyzed and kind of her mm. mental health and how that degraded and I'm like you really ditched him when he's in that and like me knowing the kind of state that like that character would be in personally I got so angry I like walked out of the film I was like I'm not watching this anymore mm. and like for most people they're just like oh it's a cute love story that like, is like there's nothing cute about <laughs> there's nothing cute when two people get together and then, and then the latter die eventually vulnerable state wow so, kind of just balancing that, understanding your limits. So, what comes to mind when you hear the words mental health and Christianity? It's kind of like a hard topic to talk about, I guess. Because I don't know if they talked about, like, any form of, like, depression or anxiety anywhere in the Bible, unless they have been. We haven't touched base on that in theology at all. Um, there's, like, verses and stuff and, like, passages that talk about, like, anxiety, but it's more like, don't be, like, anxious or things like that. But not explicitly. I mean, they weren't really super hyper-aware of until that time. Yeah, that's true. It took a lot of progress in kind of understanding the psyche of human mind to mm. get to that point. What role do you think Christianity plays? If you feel like it helps, maybe. But I know that there's some people that probably don't turn to uh, the Bible or any type Mm -hmm. of their own religious beliefs when they're stressed, anxious, or depressed. I would disagree. I mean, I think that I definitely do that. Like, when I feel like... I'm really, like, feeling depressed and like that. I'll pray and be like, okay, like, you made me this way, so, like, help me <laughs> get through this, <laughs> please. Or I'll repeat, like, Bible verses about peace and, like, things like that. And I don't mm-hmm. think it directly helps. I think that's why mm-hmm. mental health is really controversial in the church because it's not explicitly talked about, and a lot of times people just be like, pray about it. And I'm like, that's not going to do anything for me, honestly, yeah. but... Thank you for the sentiment. But, I mean, like I, guess I don't think you... it does anything physically to kind of heal you, but I think it's good, uh-huh. at least for me emotionally, like, my relationship with God and, like, my faith is a big part of my life, so kind of including that in, like, the issues that I have is mm-hmm. important for me to dealing with them. But kind of like Sam said, if you're not really in the church, you can kind of feel attacked sometimes by Christians because it'll mm-hmm. just kind of write you off be like oh like pray about it or you just like need to come to church more and maybe mm-hmm. you won't be as depressed it's like that's yeah. really not yeah. the issue <laughs> i've heard that a couple times from people so that's hard yeah 
that could kind of happen, but in a way, I feel like it's difficult because a lot of like minor things like that, like issues with self-esteem or mm. problems like handling like, you know, a lot of pressure or stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. In the church, a lot of times we're like, okay, let, let's pray about it. Let's do things like that. And it kind of minimizes the issue because you're not really directly teaching them skills to cope. Mm -hmm. You're kind of just like telling them to rely on a higher power, which is fine and good. And I think it is necessary, like as a Christian, to do that. But at the same time, you do have to take actual actions to kind mm -hmm. of fix that. Yeah. And when you're young, you're not going to kind of question what your elders are doing. And I think when you don't deal with those issues when you're younger, when you get older, they're going to manifest into worse problems. And that's why, like you said, when you get start getting into high school and later in high uh -huh. school, like a lot of them <clears> kind of flare up a lot because yeah they just been like keeping a lot in for so long it's just right. gotten so worse and worse and repressed yeah emotions and, and that's why like suicide rates are like often like related to people like mental health because they feel mm -hmm. like they can't talk about it or they have and people don't listen to them or don't understand yeah. and mm -hmm. it's like it's really unfortunate because i think there's a good amount of people that actually try and they just don't know how mm-hmm well, no that's and it's so true, like you said, suicide is like people don't suddenly wake up one day and think, I okay, right, <laughs> you know, that doesn't happen is, overnight. Exactly. It's much deep, uh, deeply, it's a, it comes from a deeply rooted problem that goes, um, that wasn't addressed. Mm -hmm. Same thing with like alcoholism, like mm -hmm. people, they just don't, like, they just don't happen to overindulge one time. It's like, right. and now you you're know, an alcoholic. Yeah, like. <laughs> These things happen because of unaddressed issues. Even like with like things like anorexia or bulimia or things like that, right. it starts like a little bit here and there, and then you don't learn how to handle it, and it's gonna get worse. I feel like that problem of like not feeling comfortable addressing issues that have to do like with your mental health is why like we have so many problems now with it, and such mm -hmm. high suicide rates. Yeah. We're not kind of doing anything to prevent them from getting to that point. We kind of wait until then. Mm -hmm. Until it's like, oh, I can see that you're sick because you're literally dying. <laughs> <laughs> or the person is already gone. It's like, wow. Exactly. They really struggled. But. And then they like see all these signs and it's like, those are already there for you to notice and you didn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. That's really sad because we are a culture people who are so individualized that yeah. caring for other people have like has become something that's i don't know like we're too busy for sometimes it seems mm -hmm. like because we're so caught up in what we have to do and what that looks like and even people would say like well i struggle with that too and you know what mm -hmm. i got over it right. and it's like yeah. you need to do the same right it's, it's like, like and i come <laughs> through it and it's like okay well good for you right it kind of makes us apathetic towards people because mm -hmm. nobody was there for us so why should I be there for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got over it. Yeah. yeah. That's true. I feel like it goes like either way. You're either like, I went through this. I will notice the signs. I don't want other people to do that. Mm -hmm. Or you're kind of like, like you said, you're like, okay, I got through it. So good thing. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like both are very extreme. Because I feel like it's hard like when you've been through that and you're seeing that and you feel like you have like you're responsible for like doing something it's like mm -hmm. a lot of pressure yeah 
I feel like you have to act because you don't think that other people will. Mm-hmm. I feel like in part, like, that is some of your responsibility for, like, having that knowledge. Then a part of me is, like, but. do people just not know how to respond to people? Like, how do you help someone who is struggling in that way? Say you're a person who doesn't know anything about the um, the stresses or, like, the disorders this person may be dealing with. Mm-hmm. It becomes hard to approach them because I don't want to come off as ignorant. I don't want right. to come off as somebody who yeah. doesn't care. So sometimes it is just mm-hmm. difficult. We don't know how to approach the situation. I feel like that comes, though, from, like, I feel like it's pretty selfish of people, to be honest. Um, I think they think that they're, like, doing it for the other person, like you said. Mm. Like, they don't want to come off and, like, be rude to them or something. But honestly, I think they're just being selfish because it's uncomfortable to do. And if you don't know much about it, like you said, you're going to feel stupid. And no one wants to feel stupid. (laughs) Right. And, like, the chances of them being, like, leave me alone are pretty high. So you're like, why am I even going to try at this point and just embarrass myself? Mm -hmm. Which is too bad because I think even... For me, like, when I was struggling and someone would come up to me and be like, are you okay? Did you want to talk about it? I'd be like, no, I'm not. But no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I want my... But it was nice to know that, like, okay, like, people do know this. Yeah. And You're people are, like, like, asking. Maybe I didn't want to talk about it, but I think just, like, the courage to kind of, like... Like, okay, let me take a second out of my time to be like, mm-hmm. are you sure you were, like, you're okay? Right. Yeah. I wish, like, more people would do that. Because it is uncomfortable and... If they do want to talk about it and you don't know, like, it's fine to just ask and be like, I don't know much about that. Like, tell me about it. Tell me what you're feeling. Right. Or even asking someone, like, okay, well, is there something I can do for you? Right. Like, do you want me to sit here with you? Right. Leaving it at that. Because at least. (laughs) Right. At least you put it out there. Because the thing with um, the two most common things that college Mm -hmm. students go through, like how we said depression and, and anxiety, is that those are things that you experience alone and they're intimate yeah, yeah so so many times you do feel like okay nobody understands so mm-hmm. all it takes is that one person to say you know what well i see you mm-hmm. are going through something and i'm here for you yeah, right. or you know you ever want to talk or how can i help you it takes like yeah. small things like that i agree yeah i think it's just kind of like making that that effort but like you mm-hmm. said it's kind of hard and, and uncomfortable and it's definitely worth it, though. Let people in your life know that they're worth that awkwardness. Because I'm just awkward yeah. sometimes. But it's just like, you know what? I'm going to be awkward for right I'm now. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to go for it. <laughs> I do that. People are like, Kayla, you're crazy. I'm like, oh, no, I felt like mm. I should just say something mm-hmm. just in case. You should just embarrass yourself <laughs> just, with them. I mean, right. I'm already awkward enough. <laughs> What's yeah. the harm going to be? Just put yourself out there. I mean, they going to get mad at me for asking how they're doing? No. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> no, I don't think shouldn't. so. And if they do, like, it's obviously, like, they're going through something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not right. like you were being rude to them or being, like, intrusive. Mm. It's like you're like, tell me what's going on. Yeah, choose your words carefully. <laughs> True. <laughs> don't want to be aggressive. Mm-mm. That's too much. Mm. That is. Well, I want to thank both of you guys for coming out on this cold Wednesday night. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm happy that you guys were open, right? Dark, Mm. cold Wednesday Wednesday night night. to um, talk about these things because you never know. People need to hear it, and somebody may be going through it, and they're not alone. These may feel, like, you may feel like these are things you experience by yourself, but I guarantee you, 
It's not the new, you know, mm-hmm. like anxiety has been around longer than you have. But people are still going through these yeah. things. It's not a quick fix, but any mm-hmm. closing remarks, comments? Well, um, go ahead. I mean, I'll say this. Um, I've had points in my life where I just didn't want to talk to anybody in my family, my counselors, or anything like that. Um, might have been because I didn't, they, you know, they kind of just instigated it. But um, mm-hmm. if you've heard of Crisis Text Line, yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like a service where, <laughs> you know, yeah, you um, you send a message to them and you tell them like how you're feeling, what's going on right now, mm-hmm. and they set you up with like um, a counselor for that specific situation. And mm-hmm. you know, I've had to text them like three times in my life, and mm-hmm. I gotta say, it is worth it. I think it's very useful for, like, that kind of thing because sometimes, like, you don't even want to talk on the phone. Like, you don't want to say those things out loud. So it's nice to kind of be like, oh, I can just text this person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, like, respond and they actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's not going to be, like, a friend that's like, ooh, uh, oh, right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and these people are here to help you. You don't have to feel like you're bothering someone. Right. Like, like so, you being a burden. Exactly. Which is nice. Mm. Um, closing remarks, let me think. I would say to just, like, clear up one stigma that I get a lot is that a lot of times people that deal with depression and anxiety, when they are experiencing those symptoms, a lot of times it's not because of, like, something that happened recently. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, they're having this because something bad happened. And when bad things happen, it obviously makes, you know, those disorders worse. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, that's just something that you kind of have, like, every day that you're dealing with. Like, you could, like, have the best day and still feel anxious and be around people that you know and love you and still feel really sad. And, like, you don't need, like, a reason to kind of have that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people kind of attribute it to trauma and kind of think they're one and the same. And trauma can cause that. But I think it's Mm -hmm. also important to note that, like, one of the big problems with mental health is that, like, it's not just specifically triggered by like certain things happening it's just like your body not responding yeah the way it should to like mm-hmm. normal stimulants which is why it's so frustrating <laughs> right thank you guys for sharing that i feel like i learned a lot <laughs> today and if you guys want to learn more of course you can just i don't know google some of these things um yeah or even strike up the conversation within your own people group Thank you. And thank you to all the listeners. Trendy students or not, you are valuable. And if you or someone you may know is going through some of the things that we mentioned today, feel free to text the crisis text line at 741-741 from anywhere in the USA, and a trained crisis counselor will connect with you. I'll be sure to tweet out that number as well. But for now, take care, trolls, and we'll talk later.